Hello, and welcome to the Two Bells Podcast. Subscribe. Follow us. Words. This is really abstract intro, B. Yeah. Thanks, bro. Yeah. I mean, well, listen. You sound like that black guy from Reading Rainbow. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. That nigga was cool, man. <laughs> Nobody ever talks about that nigga, bro. Yeah, LeVar Burton. You always put your LeVar Burton on vo- voice on for the... Really? For the intro. You coming through with the hello. Hello. This is L.A. Reed. Yo, L.A. Reed be having the fucking... <laughs> Why does his voice sound like that? I don't know. L- L.A. Reed sound like he seduced you Bro, while having casual conversation. He was on God Forgives I Don't with that wild-ass voice. And uh-huh. You know what? Whatever. Let's just start the episode. All right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. 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 Every New York club is playing fat whoa, ball drop. Oh, ball drop. Oh, nah, hell no. I thought you meant whoa, 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 no. whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Run that back. This is what New York sounds like. No. Burr, 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 burr. It's like whoa, whoa, whoa. The, the summer, it had to be like New Year's 2016 maybe. Or maybe oh, when he dropped that mixtape? Yeah. And it was feb, Fab in French? Yeah. And niggas was like, yo, this... And I was like, this is probably the best Fab mixtape that's come out in ages. But fuck him, though. The nigga came out, said Strawberry Kiwi. He looked like blood mixed with urine. That's what oh the fuck my, that nigga looked like. First of all, that fit got me so mad. That um, shit got you mad? First of all, welcome to Two Belts, episode 163. My name is Mills. Nigga got so heated at the fit. I, I, that's Carlos. I was mad because, first of all, the fit is atrocious. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But then the comment was strawberry kiwi. Mm-hmm. As if he did that, as if he was doing something. Like, nah, I'm about to, you know, give him the strawberry kiwi fit right quick. Like, I'm doing flavors now. Like, we're not doing fits anymore. It's just flavor. And I was like, mm-hmm. that got me heated. That got me heated. That really got you mad? Like, not mad, but I was just like, are you dead Beat ass? that nigga's ass. I was like, are you dead ass? Like, strawberry kiwi? That's the he, caption you come up is with? Is he never not dead ass? A fucking yeah. flavor for Capri Sun? Mm-hmm. Is that what you came well, up mo- with? Well, a lot of beverages are strawberry kiwi. Well, listen. I, I no longer purchase anything with these weird, strange flavor mix-ups because I don't know anyone that drinks strawberry kiwi. Like, I used to love strawberry kiwi. No, but I mean, like, actual, like, culturally, who drinks that shit? Strawberries and kiwi. I don't know. It's just meant to be. Who thinks of that shit? I don't know. Whatever they think. I think it's a racist islands. agenda. It might be. You you might be onto something. My brain tropical was... islands also don't have strawberries. Yeah, it's not a tropical fruit. Kiwi kiwi comes from like far off, like Johto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I know kiwi is closer probably to a tropical fruit or just closer to a tropical climate. Like, let me see where kiwi comes where from. Where does kiwi come from? This is, a, this is a fascinating, you know, deep dive that we're getting in on the Two Bells podcast. Um, man, kiwi. Where's the origins of strawberries? How about that? I'll do strawberry. You do Ooh, kiwi. Ooh, kiwi fruit or the Chinese gooseberry. It looked like Chinese. I'm not I didn't want to say it Wow, it I really just look like nutsacks. But um <laughs> I didn't want to sound racist. They're called gooseberries, but it was but it, it was Chinese. uncovered in New Zealand, I believe. 
But that's also a slang for New Zealanders, Kiwis. Mm-hmm. They call them Kiwis. Strawberries were first bred in Brittany, France in the 1750s. See, look at that. Mm. You got this shit. This is in a different climate than that shit. You niggas is wildin'. You niggas is wildin'. And that's why Carlos's fab theory of he is one of the worst things on earth. Yo, nigga, it, I'm right. <laughs> that's the <laughs> shit I said. When niggas found out he was terrible, I was like, yo, I'm right. Listen, I still, gotta, I, guess I still got a place in my heart for Fab's music. No, I mean, he's got some good music. It's just that his legacy up until a certain point, he tarnished it. He destroyed it. I wouldn't say destroyed. Destroyed is like what Kanye's potential is. Oh, did. no, sorry. Tarnished it. Sorry. Didn't destroy it. Tarnished it. Tarnished it. Because he being a real big doodle stain. I don't know if he tarnished. I'm, I don't know if he's tarnishing it. He just like looks. It's just awful. He a lackluster <laughs> nigga. It's just yeah, yeah. About maybe. to cop a Chinese gooseberry though. Yeah. That's just <laughs> about, to, about to tell niggas. You drinking strawberry in that Chinese gooseberry? Yeah, that Chinese gooseberry on you, baby. Come on. <laughs> if your girl got kiwis on her. My boss keeps kiwis, but then she's Asian. So your balls like, what? My boss keeps oh. <laughs> my boss keeps kiwis. I thought you said your balls look like kiwis. I was like, well, no, you might be backed up, my friend. Oh my god, you gotta well, let it go. Listen, no, not November. It's the last day. <laughs> <laughs> it's the last day. I don't. Participate you gotta in let that the bullshit. penis chopper sing. <laughs> I don't participate in that bullshit. That's like a terrible. Um, idea. niggas with girlfriends can't participate in that thing. Well, this is true. Yes, you you really can't. But it's just. Uh, it, I think even if I was single, I wouldn't do that to myself. Uh, yeah, I feel like you got to, like, that's part of life. That's something that animals have to do. They got to let it off. You got to let it off. Let that chopper sing, baby. Come on. Why did I do the hand thing? All right. I don't know, nigga. How was your turkey day, cyber Friday? Bro, I did the- Cyber Monday, black Friday. So I did the boyfriend gauntlet. Sure. So basically my mom said, yo, we're not doing Thanksgiving. Because my mom's side of the family does Thanksgiving and my dad comes along too. Mm -hmm. So she's like, we're not doing Thanksgiving Thursday because I got to work Thursday. My mother's like like nursing basically. So she was like, we're going to move it because I've got to be at work. Your cousin's got to be at work. Your mm-hmm. sister's got to be at work. Oh, I was like, so no, anyone that's cooking is not. <laughs> yes, obviously, I will be not, starving. It's not going to be available on Thursday, so we're doing Thanksgiving on Saturday. And me and Adrian had already pre-planned on Friday to go see her parents. Sure. And eat at her parents' place. So then I was like, oh, Thursday, damn, I can't do double Thanksgiving like I usually do because I do my Dominican Thanksgiving, then right. I do my West Indian Thanksgiving at well, Georgia's house. do the Flintstone Water Buffalo. What? The Flintstone Water Buffalo episode, Water Buffalo Pebbles birthday episode where he has to be in two places at once. Oh. He has to be at the Water Buffalo Lodge. I can barely remember their episodes. Like, it's like really vague I to me. I know it because it's an episode of the Boy Meets World. Um, wow. <laughs> That's funny. He had to be in two places at once, so he had to also be at Pebbles' first birthday party, but he also committed to the Water Buffalo Lodge. I know. He was Grand Poobah or some shit, or yeah, his, yeah, his man's like was Grand Poobah. You could have ran back and forth, but listen, you could have nah, threw your, nah, your Air nigga. Force Dominicans on and then ran back to Adrian's place, and I don't know what you wear over there. Just regular shit, yeah. It's Long Island. Yeah, it's Long Island. It's deep in Long Island, too. Ron Conkoma, like, getting off that stop, then traveling 20 minutes by car. To get there, well, listen, it's it's out there, but it's like a you can't run now. It looks like a um. That's funny. It looks <laughs> like where she stays at looks like uh, uh. What's the fuck is it called? 
Like, they got docks and shit like that. I'm like, yo, this is where niggas come to meet the mob, my nigga. Like, niggas <laughs> bring in their boat and shit, whack the nigga off the boat. You got the stuff. I thought you had the stuff. But it was cool to meet her family and have her meet my family on Saturday. That is so She fire. got to meet my, like, problematic cousin. Ooh. My fucking, yeah, because he, he was like, Chris Brown still on the crack. <laughs> Chris Brown is still on crack. You think he's still on crack? <laughs> yes. Nah. <laughs> Now he's just not. He's nah, just doing it in his he look, home. Now nah, he look post crack. Oh, uh, I know. What I post, haven't seen Chris Brown in a long. time. I know time. what post crack looked like. I haven't seen Chris Brown in a long time. Chris Brown's been keeping a very low profile. I feel like on a week by week. I think we need to keep a week by week basis update on Chris Brown report. On Chris Brown, the Chris Brown report, and see has he done anything crazy? Breezy. Let's see. What's he been doing on the gram? Chris Brown. He's probably dancing. Look, I can still do it. Oh, Damn. that is not Chris Brown. Okay. Chris Brown Instagram. Cool. Um, I think Skimming was fine. Everyone worked. I made chicken. <laughs> Everyone worked. I made chicken. Yeah. Um, Chris Brown. Yeah, he's dancing. Oh, Wait, no, that. this isn't this isn't him. Oh, that's cool, though. If he's spotlighting people dancing that aren't he's him. He's doing art. Oh, Drake sent him a varsity jacket because they're friends now. Oh, that's cute. Um, Light-skinned people getting it together. But he's a big artist. Like... Who loves anime and putting urban fits on anime people? That's cute. So you know what? Just keeping keeping up with Chris Brown. How about that? Keeping up with Chris Brown. Keeping up with Chris Brown. Um, did you get, did you score anything for your Black Friday? Oh, I, I copped the new Timbuktu bag. Um, Ooh, what is that? Wait, wait this a minute. is the same brand as this bag, just like the it's more fabric on the outside Ooh. than it is. Um, I this need is a the new part bag. that was dilapidating. Okay. Like, I got my bag for pretty much 50% off. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. I need a new bag. But really, all those Black Friday sales are them just getting rid of what's going to be the last of the old stock before yeah, the new stock comes Black in. Friday ain't, Black Friday ain't what it used to be. Yeah, it really ain't. I mean, <laughs> if you want to wrestle old ladies, that's by all means. That's the day. To do I mean, it. I need a new T. I didn't need a new TV. I didn't need nothing else. Um, It was weird. Um, PC Richard and Son, randomly. I have a... I returned back a pair of wireless headphones and got store credit back for it, and they put it on the card. So I went to PC Richards and Sons to buy something. It's wild to me that PC Richards and Sons is still open. I know that. They gave me a $3,000 credit card. For what? I don't know why they gave it to me. What you copping? Like, I was thinking a, a bed. A bed? You can buy even cop furniture at PC Richards. I think so. I haven't been there. I saw I know you there. Can, I know you can cop like Lazy Boys there. I've seen those. PC Richards Sun is like one of those fucking stores. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's in like the Northeast. I don't think it's like a world nationwide chain. Yeah, it sounds like some New. York. Not gonna lie, like the commercials make me think it's some New York <laughs> shit. Like some company started PC by Richard someone who's like dad was a, like an immigrant from right. like Europe or something. It's one of those. It's one of those P, or PC. Yeah, it's one of those stores where like everyone who in the store, you just have to wear like a white shirt, a tie, and then it's like. Whatever goes all after that. So it's like someone in jeans, someone in slacks, someone in something. But the white shirt and tie is a definitely must as they try to sell you for, you know, what do people gain? Um, what's that thing? When commission. You, commission. There you go. Yeah, they have that at my job too. Oh, so yes, it is 66 stores located only in New York, Connecticut, and Pennsylvania. Yeah, that's some so, real tri-state area shit. The Hot 97 territory. Um, <laughs> hot 97 territory. <laughs> um, Summer Jam territory. So yeah, it just, they gave me that. I was just like, whatever. Um, Try to buy sneakers, couldn't buy sneakers. Try to buy WrestleMania tickets, couldn't get WrestleMania tickets. I bought new boots 
for the winter because I've never had new boots. I think I'll winter. buy new boots next year. I don't think that's like on my mind. I got one pair of boots that's like fucking like insulated and it's like super strong and super tough and it's like they haven't even they're so fucking thick and stocky that they haven't even really broken in yet because I don't wear them that often like it's gotta be like freezing cold for I me have a problem with Tim I bought black Tim's like a couple years ago uh-huh. but then for some reason it just keeps fucking up the back of my ankle like it'll start like rubbing mm-hmm. on the back of my ankle and then it like rubs the skin off oh you don't put your um your pants in your shoes like when you have the high suit I mean not really no I usually do that to prevent any friction. But also, my socks are always long, mm-hmm. like even in the my summer. My socks are always long too, but it doesn't really stop them. doesn't yeah, stop them. No, um, my socks are long as shit. My shit ends at like the top of my ankle to about my calf. All right, now nah, thigh highs. All right, a little sexy. Um, <laughs> you heard? Keep the strap. <laughs> I have the little fucking sock holsters with the gun in them. Sock holsters with the gun in them is a Jadakus line that is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot he said that. <laughs> I don't know if he actually said that. It just sounds like some shit he would say. Sock holes with the gun, gun in them. <laughs> uh, New York, we just running them. Uh, come on. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Running and gunning them. Jada, Jada, baby. Come on. Your man's the bum, ma. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I had a fun couple weeks, man. It's 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 been... It's been very, very interesting. Um, we have a lot of music to cover. Yeah, we week. have absolutely a lot of fucking music to cover. We have a lot of music so, to cover. So you want to start with, like, the, the, the itty-bitty singles that came out first? Let's start, yeah. Let's start with the itty-bitties. Yeah. The itty-bitties. Um, All right. There was... What do you want to start with? What do you want to start with? We have so much. Let me pick. Let's Ooh. start... Let's start with oh wait, let's right. start with this shit, because they removed it <laughs> from, fucking, from fucking iTunes. All right, well... It's the it's Offset Red Room. Offset Red Room. It is the first single from his upcoming album. I'm a man and you go crazy. What's it called? Culture three, but with a K. <laughs> I was like, this is not the like to me when I think offset, this isn't the shit I think of. I think of like heavy flow, heavy lyricism, you know? So It's interesting this is the first release. Yeah. Um, I feel like it was a mistake, honestly. Like, they didn't think... They... Well, actually, I'll tell you. I read a profile on him. Yeah. New York Times actually did a profile on Offset. Um, New York Times? New York Times. I mean, Migos is one of the biggest thing ever. More like New York Slimes. Oh, ooh, there we are. Um, New York Times did a profile on Offset, and essentially they were like, listen, yes, he does. Essentially, whoever's running this album from Motown was like, listen... We've done the Patek thing. Like, the Patek thing, the, the flows, everyone knows you can rap, you can floss, you can do all of that. We need to get more introspective on Offset. So this album, he says, he's really going to talk more about him and his experiences and his life. I I feel like it'll still be veiled in Amigos-like theme. Mm-hmm. Um, this album will be executive produced by Metro Boomin. Um, Ooh. Yeah. I mean, it, it worked on the 21 Savage... Was that Metro Boomin? Yeah. yeah. Without warning, it was Metro Metro Savage and uh, Offset. So work there. Ric Flair Drip became a huge hit. Massive. So big, it ended up in, like, WWE 2K19. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, so this is, to me, I, it's, it's interesting this is the first release, but it also kind of 
goes under the radar. But I think he's essentially just waiting for the album and just be like, yo, boom. When the album drops, everyone will know what's the single because everyone will pick the single themselves. If the album drops December 14th, it's literally one of the last releases of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, unless Fab drops something. You know, you never know. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to Offset album. I'll be quite honest with you. Yeah, I'm looking forward too because it's just like, I don't know. As a rapper, he always comes complete. Mm-hmm. It never, it's never like, like Quavo, who relies too much on the hook being very catchy, right. than, than actually having a good verse. Well, he said. I mean, I recommend everyone read that New York Times piece because it, it talks about um, him getting locked up at various points. It talks about him and Cardi a little bit. It talks about. Um, yeah, I eat the butt. Hey, <laughs> you did. <laughs> <laughs> it talks about. Um, his mom and his family talking it, and then you get to see that clip where he was in the Whitney Houston video. Um, what? He was dancing. He was a background dancer, a little background dancing kid in a Whitney Houston video. Oh, that's so cute. Um, so you get to learn that. And you know what? All this is just, like, different layers of Offset that, like, people wanted. People really don't know Offset, but the 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 Cardi B relationship makes him a little bit intriguing. Mm-hmm. The you know the songs like Ric Flair drip and his features with Drake are like no mm-hmm. complaints and like all these other stuff. His solo stuff, you know, taste with Tyga makes him intriguing. People really love to see him. He's got a wave going, and I think it's gonna work out very very well for him. Very you know very very fast. So yeah, I recommend everyone read it and look out for Red Room, even though it's currently not on Apple Music at the time we're recording this. Hopefully it'll be thrown back up. Mm. Um, I want to play another song. I think we missed this song last episode, but I wasn't terribly distressed that we missed this song. I mean, ASAP Rocky. Oh, Sundress? Sundress. Yeah. I wasn't really feeling that shit. You remember that shit Cudi was doing? I want to do that <laughs> now in 2018. Cudi's probably so mad. Cudi's just like, <sighs> again. It's like the story of my life. The whoo thing is throwing me off because it's like, we need to make this a hit. You know what slaps? It's like indie whistle music. It's like, this is... Like, you remember Peter Bjorn and John? Yeah, that's, that's what separates it from like... That's indie whistle. Like, when it's just like, they just leave out instrumentation right. and they can start whistling. This is what separates it from like a vibey song and like a Wrigley's gum commercial. Yeah. Like the hoo It's like, oh shit, bitch. Have a Wrigley's. Your breast stank. Um, <laughs> you, you dirty skank. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, you dirty bitch. I was like, yo, that's the most New York shit ever. Just calling someone a dirty bitch. Yo, imagine. Imagine ASAP and, and gum. Oh, my God. And they God. just make gum First wavy. First of all, you know that nigga got chiclet teeth. <laughs> you, they just make gum wavy and shit. And they're mm. just like, yo. They're going to make that. Yo. They're going to make, first of all, first of all, hood niggas love gum. Of love course. chewing gum. So they got to do it. Of course. Listen, um, yeah, I'm not feeling this song. Sundress is everyone. I remember someone explained it to me, and I was like, "This song had already come out. I hadn't heard it." They were like, "I was like, how's this song gonna be?" He was like, "It's a vibe," and I was like, well, "What does that mean?" It's I just, hate that phrase. It's just a vibe. Don't tell me something about vibe. <laughs> um, apparently, this is a vibe. To me, it's kind of like him trying some shit after. That's what I'm saying. Testing. Flopped balls? Yeah, kind of big flop balls. Um, <laughs> Dropped a big old Chinese gooseberry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
and big old flop balls. So <laughs> I had to save my chest that time. Um, yeah, so uh, you know what? I'm not really feeling sundress um, by ASAP Rocky. But that shit ain't hip hop. You know what's real hip hop? Talk about it. First of all, this new Pee Wee Longway nigga. Pee Wee Longway. What's it called? First of all, it's state of the art. The cover art has me weak. Because it's a robot Pee-wee Longway with actual Pee-wee Longway pouring lean into the robot. That <laughs> shit is hilarious. I said, I... Yo, remember, he came out with, like, a mixtape series called The Blue M&M? Yes. And he was an actual blue M&M on the front? This is hilarious. He's a funny nigga. When you're that short, you gotta be funny. How do you feel about the Pee-wee Longway? Pee-wee Longway is probably one of the most underrated trap rappers. He's probably one of the most... I feel like he underachieves. Yeah, he's lyrically gifted. Like the boy, the boy can spit his ass off, right. and it's like his delivery is so. It's got you got to double back sometimes. Actually, all his artwork is funny. Yeah, like the soup one. I forget which one it was. It's like the state versus. Yeah, or some shit. SpaghettiOs. Yeah, Spaghetti Factory. He really dropped a project earlier this year. Yeah, he did. I remember we reviewed it. Via Bandcamp Music Group. I didn't know that was a thing. Bandcamp. Bandcamp. It's like QC, but like <laughs> you can buy stuff. Um, <laughs> Bandcamp. Um, yeah, I mean, listen. I really like uh, Gookin. Yeah, tell me, tell me what's your favorites because I haven't heard this. Really? No, I haven't heard it. It's lo- the way Apple Music sets up. They tell me what's important, and then they throw like the rest of the like. And wow. also, here's what comes out. Oh, Pee Wee does country. What song is that? Get me one with low black, low life black. So like mm. the, the fucking. <laughs> Tractor raps. It's a crossover smash. I can feel it. Yeah. Someone, someone in the room he... said that. It's a crossover one. You got it with this one, Pee Wee. You got him with <laughs> Golly this one. Golly gee, Pee Wee, long way. Yeah, listen. And we then got we Maximo just... Cream on here, too, on Let's Be Real. Maxo Cream, man. I keep calling Maximo. I don't know why. Maximo Max- Cream. I don't know. This is the real Crip link up. Real <laughs> big Crip. Maximo Cream seems like something that will get it gone. <laughs> <laughs> Maximo Cream. Crazy. I, I can't believe this. this nigga. This nigga's hilarious to me. I gotta listen to this. Shout out to Pee Wee. He's attacking like he attacks music so differently and diverse that it that I appreciate it. Right. Like in rap, the only person that like in music, I, the only person I could probably match him up to is Cartel. Because Cartel knows just how to switch up his style once Are you he hits. Pee Wee Longways a trap cartel vibe. Kinda. Cartel. He could he could kind well he can't he don't make music for girls. That's the thing. He can't make music for girls really. Not yet. Not yet. He don't got that kind of Dude, wait for it. Wait for it. But it's Plies like in has terms to of bless him with the in ter- oh, that's true. That nigga always, always. I don't know what it is. He, he's some sort of Plies knows. Plies is some an sort old of school ass, dirty ass genius. Plies is like fifty years old. <laughs> <laughs> Plies knows, but like he's felt up on a lot of ladies before. I'm assuming. Pussy. Uh, yeah. There we go. There we go. Actually, Plies is on this on this album. There we go. Listen. Let me just smoke on those dosey pills. 
It's like he, it's like he did crack and then said, "Yo, let me get a chance at this Migos flow." <laughs> That's what it always feels like. That is hilarious. That's plus. No, that's long way, bitch. That's what I thought. I was like, Ply's gonna get a. Gonna hurt himself rapping like that. Give me the plus. Oh, there we go. Oh, yeah, Ply's might. Ply's in great shape rapping like that. <laughs> I feel like he doesn't ever really stop rapping. Yeah, that's true. I feel like he's always making music. It's just that nothing is always successful. Yeah. He's like adult contemporary rap. Yeah, he's kind of at that point now. He's like, he's what he's in whatever genre of music Lou Duval's "Living My Best Life" is. <laughs> um, nah, but this is a really solid project, and I feel like you can be know. doing tours of Keith Sweat and shit. Like, I can tell. I feel like Long Way dropped a very solid project. Um, Long Way, everyone. We have another. Uh, Let's talk about, let's talk about, let's talk about, let's talk about, let's talk about Key and Kenny Beats. Key and Kenny Beats, 777? 777 Deluxe. Deluxe, which is, isn't it only like a, a couple extra tracks? Yeah, it's a couple extra tracks. So they took um, some of the songs from the original album. And added features now. Added features to it. So Hater, now has Skepta. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't given it a full listen, but I heard the Jay Critch one, and I was like, oh my god, this is really good. Listen. And this is also, like, literally my first time listening to Jay Critch, and he's like, what you mean? He's from New York, and I'm just like, that don't mean I gotta listen to him. This is true. This is In fact, if me. you tell me an artist is from New York, you will not listen to I will, might not listen to them, because I know I feel like I know what it's gonna sound like. Don't show him a picture of him, because he's like, oh, I definitely know what this nigga's music sounds like. Where's Keith from? Chicago? Key is from Atlanta. He's a, oh, okay. Yeah, Key is Key is a, has been a secret weapon for a lot of rappers in Atlanta. I'll say that. Um, like, oh, as a writer? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So he's been a secret weapon. Shout out to Skepta. Recently became a father, maybe like less than a month ago. Shout out to him. You think Skepta will ever become pop in the United States? No. All right. Because you like niggas have this inability to accept him because of his accent, and I think it's stupid, but whatever. We listen to Slick Rick all the time in the 80s. Mm. I didn't listen to Slick Rick. I mean, niggas always feel a way. This is one of my favorite songs of the year, by the way. And then Six Lack dropped on it somewhere. That's not Six Lack. There we go. But that was, yeah, that was a Key and Kenny Beats 7-7 Deluxe. If you have not listened to Key and Kenny Beats this year, it will likely be on a lot of people's top albums for the people who just want to be like, this is cool and you've never heard it, but I've heard it and it's really good. Um, so I recommend everyone else hearing because Key is amazing. Kenny Beats is also doing his damn thing the entire year. Um, Jay Critch is on it, Six Lack, Skepta, Rico Nasty. Um, it's pretty good. It's pretty good overall. What do you got for us next, Carlos? Uh, hold on. Oh, this fucking... Uh, so, hold on. 
Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh See my babish coming through in here, brother. I will never sing that song on this show. Good form. But we're gonna go to a street gossip by Little Baby, which features probably some of the best verses I've ever heard from Gucci Mane in probably like maybe about <laughs> When did the drop? What was it? East Atlanta, East Atlanta Santa? Santa was last year. Last year? Literally last year. That was literally last year? Last Damn, year. this shit is wild tight. Yeah. But like, probably in like, maybe the last few months. Okay. So, we've got fucking Anyway with 2 Chains and Gucci Mane, which is like Trapper Dads of the Year. <laughs> I know. Trapper Dads of the Year. Step out the way, son. Let me handle this. Excuse me, young man. Pass me the rock. <laughs> That's essentially what it was. Um, <laughs> pass me the rock. Let me show you how we hoop back in my day, nigga. Ah, ah, Got the nigga. old school defense where he's like one hand and he's just like pushing you and he's just like dribbling. Like, Dad, why are you wearing those tiny shorts, nigga? That's how we balled back in the <laughs> That's day. That's how we balled back in the day. Bitch ass nigga. <laughs> yeah. Nah, but this shit is hard. You got, you got. First of all, Little Baby's also on Meek Mill's album, but you got Meek Mill repaying the favor on this album yes. with time. Then you got, of course, the classic I duo. Little Baby was on the last Meek Mill album too. I think so. I, I can know. barely remember. I don't remember. Go ahead, don't quote me on that. But yeah, you want to hear it anyway? Yeah. This is how rap should feel, you know? I wish this wasn't how rap should feel, like, n- eight tracks into this album, because, like, I did not think this was incredible. <laughs> like, to me, this little baby tape. Wait, I have to stop. It's two chains, bitch. Come on. <laughs> He'll be rapping until he's like 60. Easily. At a high level. Mm-hmm. Mm. Tattoo my name on placentas. That's a deep dicking. That's what he's talking about. Should I skip to Gooch? What? Should I skip to the Gooch? Skip to the Gooch. That was fire. Yeah. That was fire. It was a great combination. Um, I like, you know what? I like a couple songs on this little baby street gossip thing, but it's not quite harder than hard or hard than ever or hard. I don't think it's supposed to be. Like, I like, I really like the the, the track Pure Cocaine. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like, I don't know. A I lot think of, he, like he's testing a lot of melodic stuff on here. Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of people, in my opinion, off the, <clears throat> off the, the drip harder, um, mm-hmm project a lot of people's favorite songs is close friends and close friends is like you never meet a close friend and you never meet my best friend it's in that a boogie sort of pmb rock lane so he's like he's testing that out on here um to me it's just like nothing is like besides that one nothing really comes with the oomph on this for me like there's no like 
South Side or there's no like Yes Indeed or there's no to me there isn't anything like that. But I pr- I might need more time with this. Yeah, I feel you too. This recently just came out. Yeah, yeah, I might need more time with this. Chastise just it was like it kind of like I was like, huh? When I when I heard that. Mm, turbo run that back, bitch. <laughs> hey, that nigga's done. Drop is loud. Nigga, that sound. I thought a fucking Nikki Heaton. He thought was Nikki Heaton. Nikki Heaton on the track. God, the fall off she had. Um, yeah, so much surgeries, you, and then you end up looking like fucking Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, <laughs> or some shit like that. Um. Well, speaking of Gucci Man, we got a new Gucci Man single. With Quavo, called, Bipolar. Called Bipolar. Let's pull it up right now. There you go. Beat you to it, nigga, because I listened to it this morning. Uh, I listened to it an hour ago. I, I rearranged my room, so now, like, playing music isn't, like... Like, I'm not scared if the neighbors hear it because the way, like, my speakers are facing, but this shit is mad funny because it's, like, I can hear this shit down my hallway. You know how long my hallway is? Yes. I could be in the kitchen. That shit play perfect, man. That sounds great. Bipolar. Bipolar, I don't know where like I don't know which He sound rich he I sound am. more he he sound more confused than <laughs> yeah. actually bipolar. I don't know which rich I am right now. Am I rich with the Audemars or am I rich with the fucking car like Evil Genius is dropping soon, right? That's his next album. Yeah, I don't know when it's dropping, but it's dropping. He's been dropping a lot of music, just stack to stack. So I feel like it's within the next. I feel like we're next getting it in weeks. December. Yeah, probably next two weeks or so. December. Um, it's all right. The song is. I feel like the video will be funny. Yeah. <laughs> he should be dressed like Two Face. But then also it's kind of like there are definitely people with like bipolar disorder, and it's like. <laughs> Yeah, I know. And it's also like they don't have to be confused about being rich or being bitch ass niggas or not. Like, there are people who have legitimate problems. Well, there we are. Listen, can't save everybody all at once. You can only save him one, one at He's going to have to take the L for this one, I'm sure, very yeah, I'm soon. I'm sure. This was, this like, I don't know. Good. His PR needs to understand PC. That's really the thing. Um. Let's see who we've got next. Have you heard Travis Scott Sicko Skrillex? No, what the fuck? I don't want to hear that. Skrillex mix. All right, what are your thoughts when you think of this Skrillex mix? The word Skrillex reminds me of dub and dubstep. So. You think you're going to hear a lot of whoop, 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 whoop. Either that or like a lot of festival trap style shit. Yeah. All right, let's see. It's going to sound like a robot's butthole after Chipotle. I don't play it too loud because they definitely flag this shit. First of all, Drake's the beginning of sickle mode in Drake's thing is like a hymn. I close my eyes and I sing this part. Because it's just amazing. Alright. <laughs> Alright, let me get to the part where it's like...
<laughs> yeah, it really does sound like a robot's asshole after Chipotle. I was right. Yeah, what? Hold on, let me get on the phone. Hello, phone? Yes, I was right. Take Keith is like, what y'all do to my beat? <laughs> this don't sound like Take Keith. This sound like Take Queef. Take... <laughs> oh, my God. Take Queef. Fuck these niggas up. <laughs> take Keith on the phone, just staring. Just fuck these niggas up. Listen to the Take Keith beat. I worked hard on this. Um, take Queef. Nicki Minaj, good form, is now. Well, so she released the deluxe version of Queen. Which is different than the original version of Queen, which is also different from Queen bonus tracks, where the bonus track was just Fifi. So this is the deluxe version of Queen, solely with the addition of Good Form featuring Lil Wayne. It's literally, that's the only edition of it. That's the only edition? That's the only edition. She couldn't find anybody else, put them on other songs? No. 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 God forbid? No. So there are three versions of this album, currently on iTunes and Spotify. And there's literally only a one song difference. One song difference. Actually, the regular, you have the regular album if you have all three, but, like, because she literally only adds one track to one of them and then another track to another one. And Fifi isn't on the deluxe one, but Fifi's on the bonus one. So, yeah, we have Good Form featuring Lil Wayne. Um, listen to Streets Told Her, make it a single, because... This bitch is maniacal. How did she not know Good Form was a single? It's a Mike Will made it beat, dummy. I mean... The only people cashing out on Mike Will made a beats currently are like Beyonce because apparently the Creed soundtrack went like double sticker, like it's, double sticker. Sh- the shit did not sell at all. Mm. For Creed being, I don't even know if Creed's the number one movie in America right now. Probably not. Have you have you seen Creed two? I've seen Creed one. Oh, that's just a tea bag. <laughs> About to eat an Apollonia. No one's gonna get that reference. That's an Apollonia reference. I know, I know. Good form was a lamp to have other women on it. <laughs> Like she could have grabbed Sweetie or Sweetie or however you fuck you say. I feel like Sweetie's on or the Megan the side. or Megan the Stallion. Megan the Stallion would have been fire. Um, any but she the, didn't want to get smoked. I, Megan the Stallion actually raps. I feel like this bar for this bar. This was probably. a layup. Not even you don't even have to get other rappers on it. You could have got a singer on it. You could have got. I feel like this nah. is just a layup. Nah, I don't think he, she could have got a singer on good form. Um, I don't. I wouldn't have wanted Trey Songs to come in. Like, well, oh no, yeah. No. Well, no. Something. Put that booty up in my face. I feel like <laughs> I feel like this is just a layup to have a woman on the song, and then it's just like, nope, we're doing Lil Wayne's nasty ass again. <laughs> Shout out to Ian Pussy Raps. Shout out to him being my favorite gremlin. Yeah, there we are. But you know what? He really is. In the video, they had you know Tiger in it. They brought Tiger along. I feel like Tiger's just like whatever with everything in life. I yeah. feel like he's on some sort of drug where he's just like it don't even matter, bro. Like. I'm really rich. I'm I'm rich. Like if you rich, I'm rich, Nikki. So it's crazy how my my cousin is Travis McCoy, but he look like a crackhead now. He's like, yo, 
and you asked earlier, you was like, am I still signed to Young Money? <laughs> yo, deadass, when I was watching the video, I was like, yo, d- d- I think he wakes up mornings and, like, still asks if he's signed on Young am Money. Am I still signed? Are you you sure? remember when, like, Birdman Ain't No Bow Wow was on Young Money? Yeah. Bow Wow, who that? Oh. You signed him to Young Shad? <laughs> oh. Moss? Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's doing good. Album coming out soon. Yeah. Um, we have, what do we have here? We've got a couple more songs to go. We have, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to skip through a couple of these. I'm going to knock out a couple of these real quick. Um, Earl Sweatshirt, some rap songs. Oh God, you can talk about that. Didn't really, you know, care for it. When's the last time you cared about Earl Rap? Oh, uh, exactly. you know what? I tried to listen to it and let's, then. Let's stop, let's stop reviewing his music. But I was just like, you know what? Cause it's literally the equivalent of like. It's to me it's a rap for art school niggas. Like those be the only people that enjoy this kind of music. I would say this album sounds like it should have been uploaded on Bandcamp. Yep. Um so I haven't really gave this a chance, so I'm not gonna do an accurate review of it, but from what I heard thus far it's pretty jarring, like the single that we talked about last time. So, I might give it a chance later. Um, Victor really? Oladipo of the Indiana Pacers dropped his debut album, V.O. Um, <laughs> it features him singing. He is singing through this entire album. And it also features P&B Rock, Trey Songs, Eric Bellinger, Tory Lanez. Um, to me, this album... He's got some songs in here, but it's like I don't like nigga. You, you know what I'm tired of, nigga. You already rich. (laughs) Shut up. He likes singing. Shut the fuck. You know what he can do? He can sing on Sundays at the church and then shut the fuck up. This this still doesn't hold a song to the Kyrie Irving song that was on the Uncle Drew soundtrack, (laughs) (laughs) which was like it's actually not bad. This is Kyrie Irving. Turn this shit off. I like this song. song. Put me to bed. Um. So yeah, that's NBA players singing. Um. We also have. Um, I didn't listen to it, but it's a Leslie Cara album called "The Pains of Growing." First of all, she is the best new artist. This is according a black podcast. We're not reviewing Alessia Cara. Uh, Alessia Cara is best new artist. Yeah, I know she's very popular. She's pop voted star. by the Recording Academy, but she she's not a popular pop star. I'll give you that. Not a super popular pop star, but people know her fucking songs. Okay, people know the scars are beautiful because that's a great song. And then she also did a song with Logic, and she also did here. And everyone's tired of like. <laughs> Someone said logic looks like Pinky from Pinky in the Brain. <laughs> everyone's tired of like people want growth, but like they're obviously still trying to pitch you as I'm so awkward, guys. Like I'm totally awkward, and I dress like I'm going to do laundry. Mm. Um, so it's kind of like you know it is what it is. Um, Jaden Smith, the Sunset Tapes, a cool tape story, continues the evolution of Jaden Smith as a rapper. To me. This album is just like, you know, guys, who I'm really fucking up with right now, Young Thug. <laughs> That's how this album feels like to me. Hold on. Which song? 
This one's called plastic. Ever since Sin, mm-hmm. Sin, the young thug. Yeah. He does singing, he does rapping, he does trapping, he does all this other stuff. It's just a continued evolution of, you know, Will Smith's son. Um, we have Trey Song's double album, double mixtape alert. Actually. Double wildin'. Why is it so long? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? This is a good question. He dropped the mixtape 11, and he dropped a mixtape called 28. One is more... Hip hop, yeah. one's more like closer to like traditional R and B. Not traditional. Let's be real. It's like six lakh R and B. Well, it's good. but it's more it's more sensual, you know. Instead of being sad why he not, why you're not she's not with you, he's gonna eat that butt. Eat the butt R and B. It's back, genre. baby, with hard eight oh eights. Which one is that? Twenty eight, or are you playing eleven? I'm playing eleven. Cause you know that shit blends in once I start hearing his voice and the kicks. It's literally all the same shit. To kind me, of. all this. I I tried to listen to this. It's all the same shit. It really is. It really just is. I'm sorry, Trey Songs. Not really that sorry though. You haven't really made anything of any value or you know anything. I don't know. Quite some time. I kind of fuck with this. What song is this? Closed mouths. Closed mouths don't get fed. Are you on 28 or are you on 11? I'm on 11. What about 28? Uh, 28. Hold on, let me go back to 28. 28, we got, they got features from Jacquees, 2 Chains, Yo Gotti, Sway Lee, Tori Oh, Automatic is pretty good. OT Genesis. Has OT Genesis ever missed? Have you heard a bad OT Genesis? You know what it is? Because I can't even remember his projects, that's the funny thing. So I don't know. Coco. He had another popular song. Body High was good, too. Let's see. Has OT Genesis ever had a bad song? Cut It? Fuck, Cut It? What? Come oh, on. yeah, no. He got that other song that that's like the like Cut It Part 2. Push It. Push It, yeah. Yeah, Beyonce made everybody mad, I think. To the money. I haven't even heard thick, but I'm sure it's fire. Yeah, he's never really missed. Look at that. Look at that. But you got Shy Glizzy and OT Genesis on automatic. You got top ten with Jeremiah, which is cool. You've got, let's see. First of all, a Davey's song. Once you hear Davey's voice, I, th- I feel like I get this automatic feeling of dread. Like, Did you see uh, a picture of him wearing a wife beater, a long sleeve shirt, and a short sleeve shirt at the same time? What manner? All white tees, by the way. <laughs> that's like, that's homeless levels. Because only those niggas do that because they got to keep their clothes on them. Because if they leave them at the shelters, niggas going to rob them. <laughs> No, it's dead ass. That's really a thing that happens to homeless people. Uh, let's see if I can find it. Uh, nah, don't don't put that on. Uh, no, no, it. no. I'm gonna show you the picture. He's wearing a tank top. Over that is a long sleeve, and then over that's a short sleeve. 
Meh. Meh. I give it a hard meh. You give everything a hard meh. Well, the trace. What do you, what do you want it to be? Well, I want it to be take your time and make some good shit, or introduce it in a much more interesting way. You drop, you drop twenty two tracks out of nowhere. I'm just gonna be like, are you dead ass? And then it has all the features that everyone else always uses. The fuck do you it's, want? Music is a machine, nigga. No, for, for, first of all, first music of all, is a machine, every, nigga. It's clear everyone has the same fucking friends, but at least <laughs> like Nig- have these niggas not even friends. I'm yeah. sure I'm sure niggas don't go to the titty bar with each other. Um, well, you know what? I don't know this life that they live. I'm not rich. All right. I'm not Trey Songs. You know, but you know, it's like, come on, you're you're eight nine albums in, like. What, you want him to drop some Brian McKnight shit? What do you want from him? <laughs> no, that would be wild. <laughs> Back at one. Oh my god. <laughs> no. Um, tell me about this dip set. Dip sets are back to their old tricks. Oh no. <laughs> Diplomatic ties. Tell me about this dip set. This shit is funny. Cause you could tell they old just by listening to the rap. <laughs> I said alright, so we had I had a discussion earlier today and I was just like, yo, we were talking about the Jim Jones thing, because Jim Jones has a track on Swiss Beats album, and I was just like, yo, actually, Joel Santana might be the worst rapper. Out of the Cam, Jim, um, Jewel's type of deal. I think Jim Jones might be the dumbest person sometimes. Yeah, but I feel like sometimes his raps are actually good. Yeah, so like he sells it very well. Cam is just Cam. Cam is yeah. He just finesses his way. Cam just you, finesses. He, his way. We treat him like we treat Hove. Joel. He shows up. He finesses. We we're like, okay, you get this bag. There's not a Joel's line that you can reference ever. And they made me diss Joel's and say, like, his rhymes are trash, and it rotted his teeth. And that's Wow. Like... <laughs> wow. That's not what it is. It was him being a fiend. Oh, be... by the way, did you see him get the new teeth after yeah. we dropped the episode? Yeah, you're right. Them big fucking Mr. Potato Head teeth? Of course he got it. <laughs> First of all, it's like they never measure your mouth no. when they give you the veneers. All right. So if, if you get rich, are you ever getting veneers? Am I ever getting my teeth redone? Yeah. No. I feel like it's a rich nigga shit. I might do it. If I ever you know, get rich, like big rich, and just like want to start smiling and shit, that's fucking stupid. That's just you know, no, because people, you know what it is? Teeth. People associate having teeth. all your teeth with status, mm. and I'm just like, nigga, Danny Brown's mouth looked like a, a fucking glory well, hole. Well, he got veneers too, right? <laughs> yeah, he just copped them recently. Of course, because he got to talk in front of people and shit, and people ever be like, yo, who let this homeless guy in my office? And then he also cut his hair and got waves. It was crazy. This is the evolution of Danny, Danny Brown. Brown. Danny Brown, bitch. Um, tell me about this dip set. Diplomatic ties. <sighs> it's nice that it starts with Drake saying, you know. Saying some, great things. Yeah, maybe, maybe some deep set heat maker shit. Potentially a eulogy. Yeah. <laughs> a eulogy. I was I was in Atlanta with 40 and I was like, man, just make me some dip set heat maker shit. Heat makers. Heat makers. Wow. Crap. Shout out to the heat makers. I feel his... like they ripped that from a YouTube video where he was not talking to them. Yeah. He's probably from an interview. It's just like, I was talking to 40, and this is like from 2008. And it was like, just make me some like dip set heat maker shit. And then we got Show Me a Good Time or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe she will. <laughs> Oh my god. All right. Oh man. Tell me what's a good song to reference. We have Dipset Locks. Is this 
I think that's actually probably the strongest track on there because everyone's just. It's like a melee. It's like everyone. It's like the end <laughs> scenes from Cankerman where niggas have just got all weapons and it's just mad stars hitting each other. It's just like niggas getting. They jumping somebody right now and you're just like, oh. You, you ever saw that video of the nigga getting jumped? And it's like. Stop, man. Stop, man. No? <laughs> no. It's like, oh, I no. hope you don't take a camera out. Fuck. World star. <laughs> Stomp man, stomp man, yeah, that's me. <laughs> this isn't even mixed good. What? <laughs> this isn't a mixed good. No, it ain't. Because it's not loud. I have this on highest and it's not playing. They got a tour coming soon, right? I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, niggas from uptown are clowns. Let me remind you. They're all swag. Not substance. Yeah, exactly, nigga. You didn't come here for life lessons, nigga. You came here for bars about people sucking dick. dick and beatboxing on your dick. Yeah. I'm going to ask someone to beatbox someone. <laughs> Don't ask anybody. You get arrested. <laughs> um, There's Tory Lanez on here. This is the most like... Tory Lanez sound like Trippy Red on this album, and it's... it confused the shit out. And his voice was like poorly mixed, super. Oh, my God. <laughs> Why does this sound like it was not clear for YouTube, so they had to do pitch correction? No, that's... Oh what did they do to his voice? Nah, I don't like how that sounds, Jimmy. But change it then. Fuck. I then he turned the knob a little bit. That better? I don't know, nigga. I'm deaf. I don't know, nigga. I'm not a producer. Come on, give it to Heat Makers, nigga. Yo, just, just. I love watching Heat Makers on fucking. I have them on Instagram. Um, them niggas just chopping up beats on the MPC X would you re- would you recommend diplomatic ties for people to listen to is it in your <laughs> albums to listen to as we approach the end of 2018 <laughs> no no all right no and i love these niggas and that's the funniest thing about it like i was like i can't recommend this album to you like like off the strength of what just like two but you songs you still fuck with them i still fuck with them like to me they're like pillars of the hip hop community if you grew up here in new york in the early 2000s but like yo nah Nah. Not that one. Um, K Trinata. You can play that. K Trinata's back. He has a new single uh-huh. with like three songs. Um, it's nothing like you. Chances it was meant to be. Now signed to RCA. Yeah. So, so shout out to Derek who did some sneaky K Trinataing. I mean, that's a bag, baby. Trinata tied all song. Of course. You knew this was coming. I told you, music is a machine, nigga. And what's licensed to print money more than a tied all sign feature? Not a tied all sign album, apparently. <laughs> Niggas really don't be buying his albums. That's the craziest part. They want to flaunt him in all the videos and shit. Want to have him on all the features. You and niggas only, is fake fans, Fake bro. fans. If I don't see Beyonce on the next Ty Dolla Sign album, it's going to be a problem. Or Kanye. I don't need Kanye, but... Yeah, we don't need Kanye. Uh, let's see. Chances. 
Anyway, this is all in the K Trinata wheelhouse. This is all K Trinata selection. Mm-hmm. I'm playing this. You know. Let's run through this. Carlos, big tune of the week. You got a big oh, tune? Oh, big tune of the week. As you know, we are soon. It's less than 100 days till Trinidad Carnival. So Soka is just falling from the fucking sky. There we go. So um, I picked an artist. He's sort of a crossover artist. And like I heard his music on like a like a 2019 Soka playlist. And I was just like, yo, who the fuck is this? You know, it's funny. I sent the same to Adrian. Adrian's like, yo, this nigga sends me music all the time. Like every like for the last two years. So shout out to him. Uh, hold on. Let me put it up. Pull it up. Pull it up. Pull it up. Uh, here it goes. Good Love by Jimmy October from Trinidad and Tobago. All right place where my parents are from yeah (laughs) and this is what's his name again jimmy october jimmy october okay what baby sound like it came from a drake name generator yeah it really does (laughs) Close your eyes. The artwork for this, this is good love. Yeah. This could be either, if he wasn't a silk artist, I'm sure he was like some R&B nigga with like, that makes like high reverb music. Interesting. What else we got? Oh, we got some reggaeton for the people. Reggaeton? Little preggaeton? I hope not. This is Ozuna, Liano, and Raul Alejandro, like, and Lune. Like, these are, like, you know what's so funny about, like, Latin artists? Mm-hmm. is like, either they're going to have one track with mad artists or a remix with m- even more artists. <laughs> so, Ozuna's currently on the record Taki Taki. Yeah. With DJ Snake. This Party. is literally lights out. That's what he means when he says that. <laughs> Luza Paga by Ozuna and all these other niggas. We really only here for Ozuna, let's be real. This is true. This is reggae tone? Yeah. Alright. Yeah. You know what it is? Afrobeats kind of fucked up the game. After mm. Afrobeats and Sorry fucked up the game for everybody. Well, yes. So Justin now Bieber now everything polluted. sounds like unforgettable. Right. Every polluted the game. The DJ Snake Taki Taki song. So you're throwing this in your sets. Oh, absolutely. 100%. All right. So, yeah, easy as you throw this after Popcon. Okay. Or you throw this after some Mr. Easy. Those are Carlos's big tunes of the week. Beer, beer, beer. A big tune is Jimmy October. Stay tuned. Um, two songs. Chance the rapper. Yeah, you can review that. My I, own thing. I saw that shit. I was like, my own. Thing. I kissed my teeth like as hard as I could. I almost swallowed my first yeah, row of yeah, teeth. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'd be telling my family. Like, yo, stop sucking your teeth. You gonna, you gonna swallow your teeth? Yeah. Um, Chance the rapper. My own thing. I don't like. I I like both of these songs. I'm so. sure. Promise that my BM gonna slide when she see him. I know she gonna see him cause I'm deaf up in the show. 
This should have had two chains on it, but whatever. It would have sounded like no problem. This flow should have had him arrested. He a wonderful person, a positive person, but I hope he, next time he heads to the booth, they jump him. <laughs> oh, no. Stop, man. Stop, oh, man. man. Yeah, that's me. The man who has everything. Look like the treetops soon as the breeze stops. And once the debris drops, the streets 400 degrees hot. Please, man, we need some freeze pops. What in the world for the man who has everything? These are the two chance to rapper songs. You can check them out. I personally like them. They're good. Yeah, you personally like them. Um, so Don't I'll, ask me about that shit. I'll go about that. Um, Don't ever ask me about that <clears> shit. Let's get to the main event of the music thing, and we're going to talk beep, about beep, 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 beep. Championships. Oh, yeah, brother. By Meek Mill. Oh, oh my God. When he yellow raps over the beat. <laughs> Meek Mill has returned. Um, essentially. Probably with one of the best albums of the year, actually. Is <laughs> you know... Yes, I feel like it's the most put it notable album of the of the year. Um, I feel like he's definitely. I'm trying to figure out when his last album was. When was Wins and Losses? Definitely 2017. Shout out to Heavy Heart. Um, he's gone back to jail. He's came back out. Um, I feel like this stint in jail really changed him as a person <clears throat> because, especially the way he sort of went in, but he was on probation. He was in Dykeman riding on bikes. Um, they were filming him. Um, they filmed him. He eventually got arrested. He was sent, you know, there was a whole sort of movement to sort of free Meek Mill. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone was behind it. The judge didn't want to let him go. The judge had something against him, even though the judge actually wanted like Meek Mill to like perform at like their family member's party. And he said no. So she had something against him and blah, 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 blah. That kept him in jail a little bit Fuck longer. Fuck you, Meek. So the system really kind of worked against Meek Mill. And ever since he's, you know, been released from jail, um, I feel like he's been a changed man. And he has, you know, done his best to try to fight a, for system reform. And it's it's all over this album. It's all over just his persona. It's all over sort of the release of how he's been dropping this entire album. Um, he's a different man. It kind of shows through this entire album. And, it, and this album more so shows that how necessary Meek Mill is and how much of the people's champ that he is and how much things have changed from 2015 where, you know, back to back dropped. And it seemed like his world was, you know, it seemed like the career of Meek Mill, I wouldn't say it was over. But it had been heavily damaged. His reputation, even though he was the one who was the real rapper and Drake was the one who had bars written for him, his reputation was, like, tarnished in that sort of instant. But he made the, yeah. (laughs) Oh, no, it's not like someone could come back from being hated. But it's like, you know what? A lot of people are saying, like, I don't know why people ever doubted Meek Mill, but I don't really think people doubted Meek Mill. I don't even think people doubted the skill of Meek Mill. Yeah, I think people were just on Drake's dick. That's really what it was. I feel like Meek Mill made a bunch of stupid decisions, and people were like, you were acting stupid about this. Because Drake did not tweet your album, you're reacting to this. And I think the Meek Mill today would not care about that, because I think he realizes there's a lot more, you know, pressing matters to care about. Um... Let's talk about this album and the samples. I wasn't even gonna talk about the samples. I was just gonna talk about the tracks, features. Like this is this is pretty solid. Yeah. The intro. 
come in. That fucking Phil Collins sample cleared. Niggas know this song. Of course. You, you're in the car playing, hearing this, you'd start air drumming. <laughs> well, I don't want Phil Collins to sue us. Never mind. Um, that's a different type of suing. Um, he got Genesis money. <laughs> um, how do you just? How do you feel about the songs? I mean, first of all, the first Phil- of all, first of all, Cardi B on "On Me." Let's talk about the features. That shit is the the RKO out of nowhere to Nicki. Um, <laughs> on me, the fact that he has Cardi B on the album, how do you just necessarily feel about that? I don't know if it's pettiness or it's just. Did like, you hear her verse? Yes. No. 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 Cardi B is his pettiness, of course. Cardi B, but Cardi B is just saying what she feels. Like this is the moment that she's in. Exactly. She don't know how to say anything, but it's hip hop, so she must respond. Bangladesh, by the way. Mm-hmm. How bad. I don't know what sample it is saying booty over and over again. I also don't know. I know this is going to have a video, though. You think so? It's got Cardi B on it in 2018. You know she in that video looking snackalicious, nigga. <laughs> That's funny. Seen all your shots in a brick, brick, brick. Mm. That was incredible. Mm. Why do you think people use Meek Mill's platform, album as a platform to like their hardest and go off on so much bars and shit? Because like that, that nigga's yelling, so you get that energy in you. It's easily. It's got to be. I mean, the production. That nigga just on get it. on the booth, start yelling, and you hear him, and you're like, "Damn, I'm angry about some shit too." Hold on. He's got he's got Hit Boy on production. He's got Cardo. He's mm-hmm. got Weezy. He's mm-hmm. got Tay Keith. He's got Bangladesh. He's got the Street Runners. This is like. A street album. This is Don Cannon. This is like the one that... This should have been a fucking mixtape, but it's so hard, it became an album. Um, He's got features on this album. He's got Melly. He's got Jeremiah and P&B Rock from the Dangerous record, which was from the last EP. Um, He's got 21 Savage. It was a good record. I understand why he threw it back on. I understand. I think it's also gold. Um... 24-7 with LMA. He's got LMA on there with Samples, Destiny's Child. He's got Kodak Black. I feel like the Kodak Black song. It's probably the only song that's like a little off. Yeah. It's a Take Keith produced beat. To me, when I think... To me, this wasn't the song that have Kodak Black and Meek Mill on. Mm-hmm. I feel like when you talk about Kodak Black, there's a lot of like pain in his voice. Um, like... In terms of just like you talk about like no flock, no flock, and then you talk about um, Rolling Peace and like a bunch of other different songs. I feel like some a little less upbeat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just it, it's fun to have him on ZZ, but I don't know about like this Take Keith beat. I don't know yeah. if you want something that like knocks street knocks with this. But yeah, that's the only one that's all for me. He has Drake on the album. The the Drake collaboration they're going back and forth. It's called Going Bad. Hold on, let's hear this. Little bit. Shout to Weezy. Weezy out of here. Yeah, 
I feel like this is gonna be like the the, the tour, like for the last probably like two weeks I was listening to the Tory Lanez album mm-hmm. constantly. I probably switch it out with this. That's what always happens when an album I think is like sort of good comes out. Right. Nigga even got. First of all, him having Unwell on this is Unwell. the wildest shit. Unwell Double A. Yes. Is the wildest shit to me because to me in my mind, I felt like Unwell was like the least easy to grab because he's just like he didn't have any sort of what's the word? He didn't have any sort of crossover appeal. Like mm-hmm. Bad Bunny has a couple of songs that had crossover appeal, like Crispy Kush and yeah. shit like that. Here's the thing: he's hanging out a lot in you know Uptown. Yeah, but he was arrested in Uptown. Yeah, that's true. I think he's also hanging around. I mean, I see a couple people. There was this. There was this girl. I forgot her name. Oh my god, she got very famous, um, or at least notable on Instagram because she was Millie Rockin' to um, one of Meek Mill's records. Um, shit, I wish I knew her name. Is it Baby Ann? Hold on. Let's see if I follow her. Yes, it's Baby Ann. Baby Ann. Baby Ann. She's just like some New York chick. Just some New York chick with, like, flavor and shit like that. But she got popular. She was dancing to one of Meek Mill's records and Millie Rockin' and shit like that. Mm. And people was just like, yo, this shit is crazy. Um, let's see. Let's see if I can find. She had it up before where she was Millie Rockin'. Anyway. Um, let's see. Uh, whatever. Can't find it. Anyway, he's in Uptown a lot. It's got Fab on it, just because Fab is, like, notable Meek Mill mm-hmm. compadre. Um, and, well, it's good, but... It's like a weird mix between trap and reggaeton, and it didn't have to be like this, because Anwell is, like, a, like he's a Puerto Rican trap rapper. Right. Does Meek Mill have a sneaky ear for beats? Yeah, like, because do, he hangs around Rick Ross, nigga. Do, well, I don't know, because Rick Ross hasn't been on the last few Meek Mill things, but he is on this one, and we're going to get to him next. But, like, does he have a sneaky ear for beats? Because I feel like none of his projects have been bad. Mm-hmm. And all of his projects, while have carried the same sort of energy and the intensity and tenacity of it all, it's just... There's something about Meek Mill that's just... There's an intangible about Meek Mill that's just, like... Oh, he's necessary. Like, he's the one who's talking street and it's, like, it legitimized, it's authentic, it's everything like that. As opposed to, you know, someone who we're going to talk about probably in about five minutes or so, um, who doesn't follow that same sort of lifestyle. But Championships is incredible. By far, the standout track is What's Free with Rick Ross and Jay-Z. Um, mm-hmm. Everyone sort of pulled up, but they're... This is a metaphor. Everyone pulled up with their finest shit. And it was on full display. Even though Rick Ross's verse is like Loki, not about what the song is about. Actually, it is. I don't know. Just got a pad out in London. I keep stacking my money. I need a ladder by summer. Eight K shots, niggas ducking straight shots. Woo. 
Been a top dog, that's before the cake dots. Woo! Cracking in 06, immaculate showmanship. Talking like you Mitch, disastrous on the strip. Holding on your Luxury raps. Maybach music. It's like the words. It's the word choice. It, it makes it seem so elegant. Yeah. Nigga even said dick, and I was like, damn, it's a classy verse. My god. First of all, Rick Ross bodied it, and I was just like, damn, Rick Ross bodied this shit. And then we get to the end, and it's. And then to everyone's speculation, they're like, oh, he's wildin'. Everyone thought essentially, oh, he's going at Kanye again. Um, Jay Z tweeted today. It ain't that deep, bro. Yeah, I don't really hate the nigga. It's just that I think he's wildin'. That's really what it is. I feel like he's more. He kind of. I feel like everyone jumped to the conclusion that he was dissing Ye, even though in the verse he tells you what is going to happen, that they're trying to separate me and Ye. And everyone took that as like, yo, he's dissing him, but he might have been, I guess, talking about Trump. Um, but, I mean, Jay-Z's verse is phenomenal. Verse, mm-hmm. One of the verses of the year. Hey, Jay-Z, you rich. Buy back all the things they stole. He bought back his stuff. That's it. That's all he did. Now look at Billboard like it's you dumb. To this day, Grandma Frey, what I might say. They're gonna have to kill me, Grandmama. I'm not their slave. Check out the bazaar. Rapping style used by me. The HOV, look at my hair free. Carefree. Niggas ain't there free. Enjoy your chains. What's your employer name with the hairpiece? I survived a hood. Can no shaitan rob me? My account's so good. I'm practically living tax free. My God. That's me. Sold drugs. Got away. Scott free. That's a CCE. Copy. Kill free. Woof. All right. Bars. That's all I can say. Yeah, niggas gonna drop this in New York. First of all, New York niggas love. Do you Nick like Mill. the verse? It's alright. <laughs> Cause it's like to me, he's telling me all the things that we should do and things like that. But it's just like, nigga, you richer than us. You got more influence and more power. I, uh, and you got rich friends that are black. I feel like I don't know. I'm tired of rich people telling me what's wrong with the world when they got the money to fix it. I don't know if he has the money to fix it. He got a money. He got a lot of fucking money, he right? He got a money. He, I don't know if his amount of money fixes the problems that we have. Not all the problems. I'm not saying he got to solve all the problems for all the black people ever. I'm not yeah. saying like killmonger shit, but I'm saying like for niggas in New York, like he's got no investment in us. Sure. But I feel like in a sense it's just like he's talking more about the systematic racism of it all and how if we don't even start there, there's no even reason why for people to just be like, yo. So he, he, he buys one building and then he gets pushed out. So what happens after that? After when they want to do, he, he, he buys part of the New York, the New Jersey Nets or the Brooklyn Nets or something. And then they essentially like, yo, you're, you're done. You're done. And stuff like that. So he makes his own sort of rock, rock nation sports and stuff. And he drops his own title thing. And then people laugh at him for that because it's not as popping as other things. Like he, it, it, I feel like 
he's trying to say the mentality starts with us to change everything as opposed to I can fix this right here. It's like, for instance, like, yes, I can change your light bulb. But you know what would be better? If you learn to change that light bulb. And then it's you, not as simple as changing a light bulb. 100%. But it's not I'm as simple saying, as changing a light bulb. But I'm, this, that's not the analogy. It's not the sort of simplicity of it all. The analogy is like being able to think for yourselves as opposed to him being able to be like, yo, this is, this is how I'm solving your problems. Him doing what he does doesn't solve problems for the next 50 years. For our kids and their yeah, know. and him putting in raps doesn't solve shit either. Him at least, I mean, he's talking about it. That's all I can say in terms of just rap. He's talking about it. He has influence that way. His biggest influence is hip hop. Okay, all right. This is what I think about woke raps. It doesn't change anything at the end of the day. I don't know about that. It doesn't change things, yeah. But at least okay. you start transforming the mindset. Of people you actually influence. Not you. But it's you like when know. people tell me to read that Tehesi Coates book, mm-hmm. Between the World and Me. You make a book where it's like, yo, you know, we need to do this from the bottom. But you put it in a way and a format where people at the bottom, they can't read that shit. Mm-hmm. You're writing like an academic. So right. at the end of the day, that shit is lost. You got to take the fuck. What was the director's from uh, Black Panther's name? Um, I forget. Brian Coogler. Every interview he does, he doesn't code switch. Right. He's still a nigga at the end of the day. He doesn't change who he is, where he's from, or any of that shit. Mm-hmm. And he's able to articulate ideas and thoughts in a manner that makes sense to those people. Right. So you have to make it ingestible to those people. But don't you think Jay Z does that? No, because niggas have to sit there, go on Genius, figure it the fuck out. I mean, and it doesn't stick. It does. It doesn't make his music like like. For instance, it's not like this is gonna be like a this is gonna be a smash hit where people no, it's play not gonna up be a to, smash play hit. it up to the third. It's definitely verse. not gonna be a smash hit. But third people are gonna verse. play the people are gonna remember and play. The, I think this is a notable. I think Rick Ross's verse is incredible too, and to me, both of those verses yeah are phenomenal and just like they're sandwiched between whatever Meek's doing between the song. But he's talking about his own systematic reform, and he's talking about his own experiences and that the authenticity of that all. But I just think overall, this is a Freaking amazing! Song. Yeah, I think Meek verse is actually the more useful part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I with, don't know. with better I takeaway. All, I think it's all useful. I think that's got better takeaway. You know, I agree. I agree. I agree that Meek Mill's verse is one hundred percent. Like nigga, I went to jail. Don't do that shit. <laughs> this is true. Um, championships, Meek Mill. You love this five song. out of five, nigga. This is. I wouldn't say five out of five. To me, it's too long. It's way too long. This shit is like 19 songs. Oh, nigga. In the eight, like, to me, I don't even complain about shit being too long anymore. I just cut it down. I mean, yeah. To me, well, all right. So if I had to, like, judge the album as it is now, for me, mm-hmm. it kind of, like, I fall off somewhere, I pick back up somewhere, mm-hmm. I understand it. There's a lot of songs that are, like, I could have take, I could have done without probably Uptown Vibes. Um, yeah, I'm not going to lie. Um, I love Splash Warning. Don't get me wrong. Splash Warning is cool, but, like, the... The beat sits too weird for it to be a meat. Like, this feels like Cutting Room Super Slimy. Yeah. Well, yeah. At the very worst. Shout out to Roddy Rich getting a good look on this. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and just, Oodles and Noodles Babies. I, I like that song. I don't know. I like that song. I wasn't feeling it. Um, I think off the strength of just the hook, I, I wasn't think, feeling it. I think the, First the, of all, saying the phrase Oodles and Noodles doesn't make me feel comfortable. Oodles and, Oodles and Noodles Babies is definitely like... 
Yes, I, we get it. We're in the hood. <laughs> yeah, we poor. We poor. <laughs> Top ramen babes. Right. <laughs> a Maru, a Maruchin. <laughs> <laughs> you trying Maruchin to read that shit? Mamas. <laughs> Something like that. I mean, I, I get it. I get it. I love this album, too. I'm not even going to front. Like, this is a great album. People wouldn't be talking about it as long as they're talking about it if this wasn't a great album. So, shout out to Meek Mill for dropping a great album. It's called Championships. Everyone supports you. Um, it just seems like, you know... I say Meek Mill is incredibly necessary. The final topic we have to talk about. Dickhead boy. Takashi 6 9 Ah, uh, yes. Shortly after... Or we... as he's known in Cell Block D, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Fruity Pebble Booty. Um... <laughs> Yo! Oh, 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 booty too good! Booty too good! Oh... Nigga said Fruity Pebble Booty. Oh, uh, I was going to say Fruity Tooty, but then I was like, nah. No. Um, bop, bop, a loo, bop, 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 bitch. Oh, my <laughs> God. Listen. Shortly after we recorded the podcast in the last episode, a couple days later, um, we found out Takashi in jail, going to jail, um, try to get released on bond, try to, sub- try to <laughs> empty out his bank accounts of all $1.6 million to be uh-huh. released. They would not release him. He is on charge for... Because they think, first of all, first of all, if you're on charge for racketeering charges, they're going to freeze all your money because they're going to think it's dirty money. Let's talk about racketeering for a second. Okay, so racketeering is just basically running a racket, organized crime. Yes. So you have multiple accomplices. It's an easy way to take down gangs. It was... RICO charges were made in the... What was it? Like, probably like... Probably like the Prohibition era when mm-hmm. we had actual like gangster gangsters. Yeah, yeah, and, see, come on, yeah, yeah see, yeah, yeah. <laughs> get the sticky on, on blicky on, ah, yeah, see, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If he ever gets off, my nigga, you know that's gonna be his first video. First video gonna be him dressed as Al Capone with guns. He is not going to hold a gun after this. I mean, this entire thing. I mean, this is all associated. It was not only him that was, just, you know, arrested. It was his, you know. People that was with him, Nine Trade, you know, Gangster Bloods, all this other stuff. Gangsta federal racketeering. Um, I was trying to pick out yo a moment this all started. He has a lot of stuff we just haven't covered. If we if we covered every time that Takashi Six Nine was shot at, we'd just be covering. We just have to have a segment similar to Keeping Up with Chris Brown part. Yeah, where it's just yeah. like, did Takashi get shot this week? Um, Should I worry? Right. <laughs> I mean, the first set of shooting came at the the music video. Um, he was filming a video for Mama, actually, which is featured on the Dummy Boy album, which was released this week. It features Kanye West and Nicki Minaj. Um, he was shooting that video when he was shot at. People don't quite know who he shot at. He is also not snitching on who is shooting at him. But definitely he's made a lot of enemies over the last number of weeks. Niggas say it was Casanova's people. It might have been. It really might have been. But hey. Well, actually, people are saying that about the April shooting at the Barclays Center. Oh, that was the April shooting. The April shooting at the Barclays Center. And then, um, or was it July? It might have been July because it's warmer then. Um, who's shooting, you know, April showers? Uh-huh. Um, April It might have been July. April was when he, um, they robbed that guy. And that's re- kind of the reason why he's in jail right now. They robbed some guy in, at the Port Authority. Don't go to the I mean, if you're at the Port Authority, just watch your back. Like, come on. It's already. Honestly, if you're at the Port Authority, you do what most white people do and sit on the floor with your phone <laughs> because then people think you're homeless. Yeah. Well, who's going who's gonna to rob a homeless person? That's a good question. I don't know. Because they're going to think you smell and don't want to touch you. The way people treat homeless people in New York City is kind of like, 
Like how they treat lepers, I know. Yeah. It's really cruel and unusual. It's kind of cruel. I mean, yes, sometimes they do stink. Don't get me wrong. The smell is awful. The smell is awful. But people and just kind of like, there's just this homeless guy on the train this morning. And people were just like acting like he had like the most disease ever. He didn't even smell. The man was obviously just sleeping on the train, and people were treating it like it was like, oh, disgusting. Yeah, it's kind of gross. But yeah, you know, he's homeless. You know what it is? People dehumanize them, and it comes to the point where it's like, oh, homeless people are gross. Right. They do all these, and like, they just do it to survive because that's what any person does. One hundred percent. Um. In terms of that, uh, you know who people also treat bad? Crackheads. Yeah, well, sometimes crackheads. Like I've had a crackhead try to talk to me. I'm 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 as nice as possible. I have patience and all this other shit. I'm not like, uh, nigga, get away. I'm just I don't. But I'm not like, uh, nigga, get away. I'm just like, yo, someone man. complimented my sneakers. I was like, oh yeah, and they were like, yo, is that the things? He had the name all wrong for the sneakers. I was like, totally, bro. Like, come on, like, get yourself a pair. I'm trying to be like you. Um, <laughs> trying to be like you, my nigga. Come on. <laughs> oh, you want to smoke this rock, young man? Let <laughs> me ask you next. I got some rock in the crib if you trying to. And I was like, nah, baby. All right, let's on. get back to 6 9 so we can wrap this shit up. Hold on. 100%. All this, right. This room is hot as shit right now. I had to take off all 14 sweaters. I mean, we've been here for a long time. Hold so on, we... hold on. Let me unbutton the top. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Like, hold what? Hold three, hold ch- three fucking chest hairs. See a bad bitch coming through. <laughs> okay, shut up. Um, Takashi 6 9 So that sort of led things. Uh, there was a lot that happened in the last two weeks. Um, he was he pled guilty and was sentenced to four years probation for the uh the underage sex thing. Uh-huh. Um so after the thing they went out to celebrate that, you know, he only got probation instead of going to jail. Um they went out to celebrate, they tried to have dinner. He also was someone got shot at the dinner. They only wanted to let Takashi in and not his people. So Takashi left, and then people showed up and, you know, pretty much shot the security guard. Or the sh- when the security guard shot back, oh, my God. Either way, shooting happened. Danger is kind of following this nigga everywhere. Um, shortly after that, boom, he goes on Instagram at some point and says, I'm firing everybody, everyone who's associated with him. His manager, gone. His People, gone. Whoever's in charge of his thing, gone. His tour date's canceled. Everything is done. He is only... If it's not from himself, there's nothing... You have you have nothing going on. Mm-hmm. Um, went on The Breakfast Club a couple days later, which would really be his last notable interview. Went on The Breakfast Club a lot of days later to... Well, a couple days later to say, like, essentially, I fired all these people because I wasn't getting the money that I was supposed to get. People were taking money from me, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, um... Leading up to that weekend after the Breakfast Club, he was tipped off by the FBI that his life was in danger because of the people that he fired were going to try to kill him. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was tipped off that he was in danger. I think or maybe that was the weekend before. Yeah, he was tipped off that his life was essentially in danger. You got to be an informant for the FBI to let you know things in advance because they got to know whose phones to tap, by the way. Um, they definitely tapped the phones. I showed you the conversation <laughs> of them. It's like, yo, we got to super violate him, which is the most New York shit ever. Yeah, um, we're about to super violate him, bro. We're about yeah. to shove a gun in his ear canal <laughs> yo, and yell at him. This is also the He was also kidnapped at some point this year. Yeah, he was. This is wild. Like, this nigga is, like, a lot of shit has happened to him. Um, and, and He's then, really just Eugene from Hey Arnold. And then, yeah. I feel like trouble just follows this boy. <laughs> and then he was arrested, but he was arrested alongside the people that he actually fired. He was sent to a sort of public facility. 
Um, he was then transferred to a much more private facility. TMZ is like, yo, he was you he sent to the facility where people are snitching. That's where they put you. And I was like, damn. Um, yeah. Takashi is essentially like, I'm pleading not guilty. I wasn't a part of this. Essentially coming up with a lot of statements afterwards like, I'm not a real gangster rapper. This is all an act. This is just, I'm an entertainer. Um, this is not my life, blah, 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 blah. To essentially thing I'm free. And he was just associated with the Bloods. Um, <sighs> this is a lot. Mm-hmm. This is the most shit. This is. It's kind of like how Bobby went down, but not really. But not really, because this is more so. Bobby was an actually authentic gangster figure. Yeah. This man. He was out in the nineties with all the crip niggas. Takashi Six Nine is a social media star who blew up on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, parlayed his thing into rapping mm-hmm. because rapping makes him cooler even though he's already had a bunch of Instagram followers, and then sided himself with gangsters for essentially the look and the clout. Early on, he was blood for pay. He was paying money for niggas to help him look more blood and blood. Gotta pay them ties. Yep. Um, Drake said it, you know, Drake said it himself. Um, Mob ties, pay them ties. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is kind of wild in the fact that to me, this is like a cautionary tale for all kids. Yeah. For all. And, and we're looking at, you're looking at um, people like XXXTentacion who was shot and killed earlier this mm-hmm. year. Because this so, could have been way worse for Takashi. He could have ended up in a body bag way He could have been this. killed already. Honestly, yep. the fact that he's been evading death is probably what has made him more steadfast in everything mm-hmm. because... He feels like he's invincible. He doesn't feel like he can be touched. Fat Joe told him, you keep fucking around with these people, man. Yeah, I mean, I feel like a lot of people have told him. But at the same time, he's just like, yo, I'm untouchable. I'm Takashi 69 He's the same one. If you watch the Breakfast Club interview, he told him, like, he told his best friend, fuck you, I don't need you. Do you understand that? Like, I don't fucking need you. Do you understand that? Like, you're you're my mans and you're always going to be around, definitely. But just know that I don't fucking need you. This man is just someone who's just like a lot of power and thing has gone to his brain and it's just made him make a lot of different bad decisions. And a lot of it's because he's young and a lot of it's because he doesn't know fully the consequences of his actions, which is part of really just being young. Um, XX Tentacion, always someone who carried around sort of a bad aura around him for the things that he said and the things that he engaged in and the people he engaged with. Um Social media star also eventually shot. Um, Lil Peep, someone, another major star, another major young star, drug abuse, end up dying over a drug overdose. Mm-hmm. Um, now it's essentially Takashi 69 who is now looking at spending, god dang, I don't even know if it's life. I know it's definitely at least 25 years in prison because he was associated with federal racketeering and he was associated with filming he, he filmed the crime he was part of the crime and all his other stuff and it's just crazy i mean even on the breakfast club interview he says the only two things i fear are god and the fbi and now he's locked up and now he sure doesn't know what to do he's his thing doesn't go to trial until september 9th 2019 um he is not being allowed out on bail um it's just crazy because I feel like he's been the he's been shot at before. I feel like a lot of these lessons he should have learned before. Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. A lot of these lessons, a lot of actual rappers who have a lot to lose and who understand they have a lot to lose understand this. We talked about Offset. Locked up multiple times. Knows what he has to lose. Knows what could go wrong and decides, yo, I'm going to change this entire thing. We talk about Meek Mill. Locked up multiple times. Been a victim of the system. Has now come up with a different perspective. All these other things. Even if you go to T.I. T.I. had fucking large-ass <clears throat> guns, nigga. T.I. had mega guns, nigga. <laughs> Clifford Harris was wildin' that he day. He was wildin' that day. And, and the he... nigga had a security guard, plus. All this shit. And he's just like, yo, I've changed my thing. I feel like people have tried to tell him so many times, and part of being young is thinking you're invincible, and part of being young is like, yo, fuck these niggas. I'm making money wherever the fuck. How the fuck I make my money? They don't make my money for me. I make my money for me. Fuck them. And then you get into situations like this. Um, it's like, I don't know what to say. Is this the end of, I mean, to me, this is the end of Takashi. Six, I don't know if this is the end of Takashi 69. I don't know if he gets out of jail and he can go back to doing the things that he's doing with the amount that of no, things that he's like, released. I feel like he'd just be doing, like, maybe fashion. He maybe. Could do, he could do clothes. This is true. People like the way he dresses. He dresses like a fucking weirdo. Um, I don't know if you... He says he's not a gangster. He says he's not a real boy. He is not, nigga. Have you seen that picture of him with the sweater around his neck, nigga? <laughs> he ain't no thug, nigga. He says he, he's a troll. Exactly, nigga. That's what he wants to try to convince the court, that he's a troll. That's 100% what he wants to try to convince, that I'm not really part of this thing. I'm not really a criminal. I'm a troll. Um, good luck, considering you have videos where you have a million bloods around you. You have a video where you're hanging out the side of a police car. Probably, I think you are, I don't I don't remember what the thing is, but you, there's a lot of different things going on in different videos that incriminate you and all this other stuff. You have a video where you're, they're saying you're allegedly planning a hit on Chief Keefe's cousin. Um, you were involved in a shooting at the W Hotel where, you know, you were at and Chief Keefe was also in the same city and all this other stuff like that. Like, trouble just follows you. At some point, you're just like, yo, you got to, what is the best for you? What is the best for you? And I feel like at some point he knew what was coming after him when he fired all of those people and tried to distance himself. I feel like he knew what was coming. I feel like he is definitely informed that this was going to happen. Because he's an op. And you need to distance from yourself. You need to distance yourself from these people quick. And that's why he fired everyone at the same time. He's an op. He put his chips on the table. The cops the cops already were gonna bust him regardless. Right. They just they just doing it to give him a to give him a later sentence. They just wanted all the dirt. Right. To take all these niggas down. Mm-hmm. It's as simple as it is. He's still in jail. He's in a much better facility than he was before. And niggas really put him in the public jail. And I was like, oh, you about to be fruity, fruit booty. Um, <laughs> you about to be booty snacks, nigga. You about to be, <laughs> <laughs> you about to you be, about to be strawberry kiwi. <laughs> you about to be too sweet, <laughs> nigga. Um, he also dropped Dummy Boy this week. Uh, um, no, Dummy Boy was leaked earlier and had to be dropped. Dummy Boy was leaked earlier in the week. I mean, it was supposed to come out on fucking Black Friday. Oh, absolutely. Um, I'm sure there was physicals that were sent, and then it was immediately canceled, but niggas was going to leak it anyway. Dummy Boy, um, eventually, I think the label wanted nothing to do with it, so he releases it on his own sort of imprint, which is Scum Gang Records. <laughs> hey, what do you do? Um, 
truly, truly, yeah. It's going, it's going to be a big album. Yeah. What's your thoughts on Trey, on, on, not Treyway. On Treyway. Oh, on, on this whole Dummy album? Boy. Dummy Boy. It's whatever. Um, first of all, Troy Lane's probably got the funniest, like, last few bars of his verse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fucking, tro- oh, I can't say that. It's fucking Trojans. <laughs> <laughs> He's so dumb. Yo. Dummy Boy is going to be the number one song on the, uh, number one album on the charts next week. I mean, it doesn't surprise me. Honestly, it doesn't. People, kids love this fucking album. Mm-hmm. Um, if I was 16, I would probably love this album. Yeah. Because, hell, even if I was 19 or 20, I probably would love this album. Because um, it's just what music sounds like now. And it's it, especially what, like, like he, he brought an aggressive, more aggressive sound to New York rap. Yeah. Well, he, 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 I feel like he blends it more with, like, not metal, but in that same sort of That rock angst. feeling? Yeah. yeah. Um, angst is that. Because it's not really bars going, it's just, like, the way he's delivering Yeah, it really is. Um... They got Fifi on here. Mm-hmm. That was probably the worst song on this album. That's the funny. What do you think about Mama, Nicki Minaj, Kanye West? I just bought my best from Kylie Jenner, left fellas. Man, oh my God. She Instagram famous, but she can't keep a job. Man, oh my God. I don't hate this album. I don't hate it either. I don't think I don't think this album is bad. I think this is probably the best thing that he's done. It's much more focused than Day Sixty Nine or whatever the fuck that previous shit was. Um, it's a to me this is probably if he had released this and gone where he did, it would have been another major smash of an album, mm-hmm. and he could have continued his career and he could have continued to been successful. But by the mere fact that he wanted to do all these things and have this fucking persona and do all this gangsterhood shit and then not want to live with the consequences of it here he is yeah. tough shit man it's tough titty tough titty for 6ix9ine baby um yeah I don't hate this album there's a lot of things I don't you know care for on this album but I don't hate this album like it's not that bad um I can see why people would like it um yeah that's a Takashi six nine. I mean, I don't know if there'll be any major updates. I mean, there there continue to be updates of like who's snitching is really the update. Who's snitching? If he was saying six nine or snitching, he was sent to a, a great facility. First of all, first of all, I know niggas that have snitched for less. I've known snitch, I've I've been in cells where niggas snitched for sandwiches and soda, and I was just in there for weed, nigga. <laughs> so. I'm just like, what did, what could you possibly have done that you need to get the fuck out of here and get moved to where they snitch at? He don't want to be in jail. I know this nigga's afraid. He probably not afraid anymore because it's been like a week. Nigga probably getting used to it and shit. He probably mad acclimated at this point. Yeah, probably. Probably know some niggas. Probably some, you know. Probably want a CeeLo game or two. I put you on when I get out, blah, blah, blah. Uh, You got bars, bro? I got beats. Yeah. I, I know murder. I know murder got beats. Murder got beats? Murder beats is my name now. Uh cool bro um you know it's saying academics academics be snitching on everybody academics pulls up a lot of dirt and just be telling niggas everything if i was if i was best friends with takashi 69 like he says he is i would not be talking about any of this shit 
as much as it is definitely going to garner views on Yo, my YouTube channel. Let me tell you, it's like he don't gotta like the front part of his brain that tells him that he what he's doing will put him in danger. It doesn't work, bro. He don't got like the compass where it's just like this is not this isn't good. I, I don't need to go in this direction. You know what? I should stay further from this direction. Yes, if he talks about it, he's very close to the situation. If he talks about it, people are gonna listen because he's close to six nine. But at the same time, it's like, bro, shut up. Like, the only reason why people haven't really got at you or, you know, you haven't been stomped out or, you know, stomp man, stomp man, is because... Niggas don't want to go to New Jersey, bro. <laughs> you, be in your, you be in the basement with the rest of the, you know... Troglodytes. Yeah, and you just be chilling. You be chilling at home. You barely at events. I'm sure you Uber the complex and then you go back home and then it's like, it's really that. Like, I'm sure... I'm it's, surprised it's never on site when niggas see... Because I think he's been a complex con for two years now. I don't know. I... I'm, I'm surprised he hasn't gotten his ass beat. Listen, but hey, whatever. It is what it is. We are no longer the judge of who gets the ass beat or not. But, you know. No. I feel like I'm the judge. <laughs> I hand out that sentence really quick. Yo, beat that nigga ass. Beat that nigga ass. Bang on the gavel. Shout out to that. Um, also, I guess Random Max Podcast also. With the... <laughs> Yeah, real nigga, nigga of the week, and who needs to get that? Who needs to get, get the, the ass, ass beat? beat? Who needs to get the ass beat? They also the judges of who needs. To I'm not judging that. that every week, but you know, I'll tell you when a nigga needs his ass beat. Well, you can listen to them if you want to judge who needs to get the ass beat. Every oh week. yeah, those niggas pretty good judge of character. Shout out to them. Um, yeah, that is it. We're wrapping up. This has been an extra long episode. Please continue to subscribe to Two Belts Podcast on SoundCloud, on iTunes, on Twitter. You can also subscribe to RNC Radio, which we are featured on, where you can listen to other podcasts like The A Show with myself and Johnny Five. Um, you can listen to RSPN with Jeff and Mark. You can listen to Late Fees, which is one of Carlos's favorite podcasts. Hey, actually, I do. I do listen to Late Fees. Um, you can listen to Late Fees with Wes, Pat, Eric, and J Five. And you can listen to a whole bunch of other stuff there. We are dropping our best of 2018 playlist. They're done. After this, Th- this is the RNC best of RNC Radio okay. best of 2018 and RNC and R- R&B and RNC best of 2018. Both playlists have over 100 songs on it. Why? Because 2018 was a hot ass year. Dropped so much fucking music. I would have just left it at 50. Goddamn, 100? You can't do 50. I can't have, I don't have that many years, bro. All you gotta do is play it on shuffle and just let it rock and then you take it off when you take right. it off. It's just a, it's just more options. It's not like, yo, you gotta listen to this entire thing. It's not a whole fucking Chris Brown album. <laughs> it's like, yo, listen to this shit, turn it off when you turn it off. Mm-hmm. We got bangers on there. We got. Of course. Everything on there. You gotta, you gotta have bangers. You putting fifty fucking songs up there. Listen, we got uh, more than fifty fucking damn. I'll nigga. show you a couple of these God things damn. That are on here. Let's see. We got, we got sicko mode. We yeah, got, of course. You know, ten freaky girls. Of Mo course. Bamba, dip. Shout out to Tiger. Plenty of Drake on here. Drake is everywhere. Got Cardi. Got Ray Shrimmer. I got Bad Baby on here. I like geeked up. Um. You got Nipsey Hustle, Tierra Nipples Hustle, Flip De Niro. Oh yeah, leave me alone. You got YBN Namir, cause you know the kids. The kids do love them some YBN Namir. Got the City Girls. We got Trippy Red. We got Future. We got Mac Miller. We got Jane Smith. Tory Lanez on there. We got. I think he's on the other one. All right. Really? You know That's what? Funny. You know what? 
I got, I have talk to me, but what other Tory Lane song would you recommend to be on this playlist? Oh, the one with Trippy Red where he says, "Check that ass on my balls, little bitch." <laughs> I was like, "Yo, what kind of preteen shit?" I think it's Ferris wheel. I'm gonna put it on here. All right, we'll see you guys in two weeks. Thanks for listening. Peace. <laughs>